he is not happy, he just shoot a few missiles, right? The same thing that the Chinese uh, uh, regime has been doing. They are uh, doing all their provocative behavior. Uh, all they need is just like uh, they're not they they're not feeling happy about uh, the U.S.-China relationship. They want more investment from the Western world. They want more. Uh, they want uh, they, you know they want more shares of a consumer market uh, in the Europe as well in the United States, and they want more technologies from us. You know they're not getting all those things, so therefore they trying to express the anger uh, by all this provocative behavior along Taiwan, you know, Taiwan Strait, Japan Sea, uh, you know, all, all uh, South China Sea. You know, that's that's the kind. Of, kind of like uh, the reason for their provocative behavior. Well, now when they redid their map, are they likely to be, so they, 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 they on their map, they've already annexed Taiwan, right? They, they already claimed Taiwan, but they've also yeah, claimed, they claimed parts of the land yeah. mass. Are they going to be start bullying around there once they've got Taiwan the way they like it? Well, they, then the next goal is to control the to have dominant control of South China Sea. The the most important part of battle is always South China Sea because South China, Taiwan, it's like a, you know South China Sea is like a, a, a little corridor running north and south right. direction, and Taiwan is at the northern end of that corridor. It's like a little opener or, or or cap. You can you know once you have Taiwan, you can keep the the channel, the the corridor, open or or closed. So that's why they want Taiwan as the first step, and then they'll go after South China Sea. If they were to actually take Taiwan, you you've told me about the percentage. What is it? Ninety percent of the semiconductors are coming out of Taiwan. Yes, uh, actually, to be exact, it's like a ninety-two percent of uh, the entire world's uh, semiconductor chips are from Taiwan. Now, is that because Taiwan is better at making them than the rest of the world, or is it just because we've got we we you know we've shipped so many things overseas to save money? Is that why it's over there with Taiwan to save money? Well, this is the the, the new uh, how the the world's entire economy have been developed into today. Uh, you know, it's a globalized economy. You know, uh, some part, some country, some part of country make this part, another country make another part. You know, it's all spread around. So every country have you know its own uh, advantage. Now, now we are, you know, uh, we are looks like we are at the end of this global economy. You know, the war, the the, the entire world is become more and more polarized. So therefore, you, you see that this advantage of this globalized economy. Well, I, I look at them doing all this stuff. They don't seem to be letting up or anything. And in the meantime, are they doing this to see how we react? Is this sort of a a provocation? Yeah, of course, they do want to see how the you know the Western world uh, is. Especially the leader of the free world, United States, is going to react to it. Um, you know, if we project any weakness, they will they will do more. Just to see if they can provoke us. Are they are they trying to provoke us into a shooting war? 
Well, you know, they, uh, around South China Sea, there are countries they want to express their anger, you know, to make a threat against it, like the Philippines, because Philippines is, you know, you you look at the countries around South China Sea, you have Philippines, you have Wenlan, you have Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam. You know, Philippines is a comparing with other countries. Uh, Philippines is a close closer ally of the United States, so they're choosing Philippines to uh, to express their anger. It's like a, there's a there's a proverb, you know, old state in Chinese. It says, "Kill the chicken and threat in front of a monkey, so the monkey will the monkey will be threatened and the monkeys will be listening." <laughs> so uh, they're using uh, Philippines uh, to express their anger, and there are other countries trying to drag them to their side, like Vietnam. Now, President Biden just visited Vietnam last month. Uh, now, they are arranging Chairman Xi's visit to Vietnam uh, within the next two months. So that's, you know, there are some last-minute details they need, they need to cement it before uh, Chairman Xi will go to Vietnam. So Vietnam, see, they were trying to give, you know, Probably China will give a bunch of um, offer uh, a price to Vietnam to to go to to, to you know to, to to drag Vietnam to their side. Well, in any event, this all bears watching. Now, uh, we'll have to we'll have to have this discussion again because I'm sure they're going to keep evolving and pushing this position. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. You can check out the what Nansu does at Apoch Times. He's the senior investigative reporter there. He on all matters having to do with China. My apologies for this morning, Nan, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. All right, talk to you later, Bill. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Here comes the climate change fear. Some more. This is News Talk ninety eight nine W O R D. factor gs plumbing talk line is 1-800-905-0989 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 maestro yes sir i got a question for you are you afraid of the future because of do you, do you believe that you get out there like now that you've quit smoking are you saving the earth by you you're saving gaia doing that is that your part to save gaia no, just saving me. Just saving you. <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're saying now that life on planet Earth is under siege. Do you feel like you're under siege? No, not really. No? No. They, they say we're in uncharted territory. You're looking around going, what's next? Like, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're aiming this at people your age and lower. They right? are. They're, they they're are. aiming that at you guys, and it's all about scaring you. And I, I just wonder how... I, now you're you're not one of those people. You 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 are a free thinker, a creative yes. thinker. You're a critical thinker. You do a lot of things that make me know that you reason things out. So, what do you think climate change is? What do I think it is? Yeah, I think that climate change is a big joke. Uh, first of all, but um, I don't know. Um, I think climate change is fear. You know, yes. people are afraid. And don't know how to explain some of the anomalies that are happening, I guess. 
Well, they they're trying to they're trying to get you to believe that it is an existential threat. Now, do you what is your when you look when you're thinking about a threat for you mm -hmm. for Tim Snow? What is a real threat when you see it? When you see it, what do you think is a real threat? You, just an, any example, just any example. That you didn't. There's no right or wrong answer to this. Um, robbery. Okay. Like if I was getting robbed or right, something. Right. Right. Dude's armed. He's saying, "Give me this," but you don't know what he's going to do next, and you're not able to do anything about it because you're with your family. This thing. That yes, that is an existential threat. Right. But it is uh, it it is not an existential threat for you to be sitting around thinking that the Johnny Johnny Cash song about the b burning ball of fire that's what we're going to become. Great song. Yeah, not very much. Uh, <laughs> you know, June Carter wrote that actually. I, I I've read that. Yeah. I have read that. She did. I guess I guess <laughs> I guess they were a good pairing there, old Johnny and June. Yeah. All right, let's look at the climate change for report. What I find. The most alarming about this one, besides the 15,000 scientists that signed it, is that the anti-human and anti-progress message is what it's about. Because what, they're, what they, they, they want to have coordinated efforts intended to support a broader agenda focused on holistic and equitable climate policy. Which sounds like a lot of word salad, but it's all going to be in the details. And they claim that economic growth is the driver of the climate crisis. And that prevents them from achieving their social climate and biodiversity goals. Well, my, my first question, if I come to you and say, listen, hello. Yes, you're on the radio, right? Do you know how much it costs to make these radio thingies that you got in front of you? You know all the fossil fuel that had to be burnt to make that? You're holding up my social climate and biodiversity goals. Would that? Would you look at them and go, "Oh, well, let me fix that right now"? <laughs> I wouldn't. Would you? Would you, Maestro? No. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest problem is that all of the, the the most prosperous countries that are doing the most to actually limit CO two, which is this harmless gas, they're the ones that are getting targeted. They're the ones actually reducing it, but not China and not India. And don't. Don't kid yourself. If Africa ever figures out a way to get energy uh, energy uh, spread out across the nation, they'll be polluting with the best of them. They will be polluting with the best of them because what's this is about poor people. And what they want, they, they suggest a change in the economy to a system that supports meeting basic needs for all people instead of excessive consumption by the wealthy. That liberal savior complex. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly what it is. And then yes. they get out there. Now, listen, this is the thing. They're building that. They're actually building that the, the line. Are you aware of the line? The line? Yeah, I think it's in Saudi Arabia or United Arab Emirates or anything. The line is 170 kilometers long, uh -huh. 500 meters high, and 200 meters wide. Are you talking about that? It's like a city, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And uh, this will save Gaia because everybody will live in the line. Mm -hmm. You won't have to have a car. Everything that you, all of your, quote, needs, end quote, will be within 10 minutes of where you, wherever you are, if you walk. Mm -hmm. And you, yeah, it, 
you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't. <laughs> God help you if you get polio. Yeah. Or if you break a leg, you know. Because it's literally out in the middle of the desert. Yes. So you can't even like like if you well, wanted I mean, to leave, like but, you couldn't. See, this is going to be this. This is going to be the thing. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie Wally? Wally. Yeah. Yes. You remember how everybody had the the custom rolling around Barca loungers with the three D holographic stuff on it. Yeah, the uh, little like Johnny number five, and they all were drinking big shakes, and they all weighed five hundred and sixty pounds, and didn't know how to walk. Oh yeah, yeah, the people, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. see, that's that's where they want to go. Oh yeah, dude, that's where they want to go. <laughs> you floating around a little hover device. You got a bunch. Of, you got a bunch of pencil neck scientists in white coats going around there, and they're upset about the free market capitalist system. <laughs> and here, here's the other thing. This is something they don't like. They don't like the fact that we live longer than we'd ever have before. And they don't like the fact that in some nations, few people live in poverty, where in other nations, they live in nothing but poverty. And the big harm is the economic growth. Because there's not somebody like them out there allocating the resources in an equitable manner. But here's the thing that socialism never takes into effect, uh, into consideration. With a booming economy, as, as John F. Kennedy said, a rising tide will lift all boats. So when the economic growth is occurring, even the people in poverty, their, their, their standard of living does go up. Here in the United States, when you see poor people, they have a 60-inch TV, they live in air conditioning, they have at least one car, and they've got a big back tattoo. That's not exactly poverty, is it? Would you say so? You don't live that way, do you, Maestro? You don't live in poverty, do you? No, no. no. Uh, I believe that poverty is the state of mind. Yeah. So, one of them, one of the other things they make, and this is where they get to the main part of it, because they want us to eat bugs, they don't want us to have cars, you can only have three pairs of pants, and you can never fly in a plane again. They want to gradually decrease the human population. And they've always been calling for degrowth and depopulation. But what does that mean, depopulation? Does it mean that they just quit having babies and then eventually everybody in the line just dies off and then that's just like left as a relic? I don't know. Right now, you got nine states that have dictated that there's going to be nothing but electric cars by 2035. What's what is the what's the end game for this? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right. Mad World is open right now. Located in Piedmont off I-85, off of exit 35. Now, this you can get your tickets by going to madworldattractions.com. Halloween is this weekend. You should grab your friends and go and get ready to scream. Voted South Carolina's number one haunted house and one of America's top screen parks. You can go and you can enjoy things. And I do mean enjoy like the zombie outbreak or the Pinehurst Asylum, the Chainsaw Massacre House, Pirate's Revenge, the Carnival of Clowns. And you can be a kid, you can be a teenager, or you can just be a big kid at heart and go have some fun. 
It's a very interactive set. There's people walking around as part of this. And if you are sort of faint of heart, they have the No Scare Medallion for kids and adults, and you can still enjoy it. More to it than just all of this haunted house stuff. There's the 18-hole mini golf course. There's axe throwing and carnival games and concessions and a bonfire and plenty, plenty of Instagram photo ops. So check them out. Uh, Piedmont off I-85, exit 35. All right, I don't recognize this, but I sort of like it. What is this? <laughs> that's disturbed. Okay, that's why I like it. I just didn't recognize that one. Love disturbed. It's fear. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll have to go check that cut out. That, it's a learning process for that's me. That's a good GS song, man. That's yeah, off yeah. their first album. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I'm streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Uh, we've got nine, nine states dotting the country now. They intend to ban the sale of gasoline and diesel vehicles by 2035, with more expected to join then banning their use altogether won't be far behind that because vehicles do wear out. Most statistics conclude that the average life expectancy is 12 years because, let's face it, some of us don't take care of cars, although I could see America becoming sort of like Cuba. Here I am at 80 years old. I'm still driving my 2021, which that would make it 23 years old. So that's not that old, but, you know, it's above that average. So in less than 24 years, if you live in one of these nine states, you will have not have any choice but to buy an electric vehicle. Too bad if you can't afford one. If you still have a gasoline vehicle, how many gas stations will be left? Because these are privately held franchises to, that have to make a profit or close their doors. So the infrastructure to support unlimited electric vehicle travel for every resident in these nine states and more if they travel out of the state has to be in place nationally. We have mandated it. It has to happen. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. And I'm sure that rural America currently unaffected by any state law of their own mandating EVs will be happy to jump all over it and spend their tax dollars to ensure that the city greenies can find a charging station when they need one. But then, once they build the station, those stations need power. They have to have their own power. So we also need to find that power to charge these things up. And an electric vehicle used during daylight hours are charged overnight when there is no solar energy, unpredictable wind, with the continued banning of fossil fuel, there is no alternative except to build nuclear to be viable. So 2035. The average time to build a nuclear plant is about eight years. Do any of those nine states have any plans to build any nuclear power plants anytime soon? I haven't heard about them. How much additional, you know, don't, don't kid yourself. We're talking about additional electrical energy do we need. And uh, it is not unreasonable to believe that we need 50% more than we have if all cars are electric. 
Now, here's the problem. Coal and natural gas currently provides 50% of our electricity. If we're going to outlaw them, we have to replace them. See, this is, this. you know, the, the Republicans get out there and they're always looking at one of these things. And like when they were looking at Obamacare, they said we have to repeal and replace. You never had to replace it. There was nothing in place when Obamacare was put in place. All you have to do is knock it out of the way. With cat with this power, though, you do have to replace that. Wind and solar is not going to fill the gaps. If you're going to leave nuclear out of that equation, the math starts to spiral into a deep abyss. And this is not for that. You know, they're not trying to save the planet. They couldn't care less about the planet. They couldn't care less about anything other than power and your money. They have no heart. Saving humanity is not on their agenda. And they're smart enough in the first place to have come up with this man-made climate change hoax. So they know that we know it's a lie, but they persist with it nonetheless. And many states, to patronize them for that ESG score and all this other stuff, they've decided to outlaw the sale of gasoline cars by 2035, but with no real good plan to support the move, not to mention to support cross-country travel. Now, why is this an issue? What if you couldn't travel? What if you couldn't afford an electric car because they're not they're not inexpensive and once there's nothing but them expect the price to go up am i going too far on this is it hard for me to sit back and do the math and extend everything outward when i you know in my mind's eye i have this this scenario where the left gets together and they they create a deadly virus in a lab in china and then they unleash it Am I going too far with that? Surely they wouldn't prosecute an innocent person who wanted to attend a rally where only a few people have vandalized some stuff while they are at the same time worshipping criminals who burn down cities and kill themselves with fentanyl. It's only been four years since all of this began. Since they pulled off that election theft. Why are we not worried about petroleum-powered air travel as well? Gas turbine combustion gases do not go through catalytic converters, and the water vapor and the carbon emissions are dispersed because they're in the upper atmosphere than ground vehicles. And we know that water vapor in the upper atmosphere is a major contributor to temporary warning. So why shouldn't airplanes be banned first and immediately long before cars? Well, it's, it's just like every, see, it's just like gun control. They want to ban the AR-15, which is used very rarely, very rarely, main notwithstanding in crime. They want to ban that first, even though most of this crime is occurring with handguns. They want to ban handguns too, though. Just remember this. Here's the key thing. Here's the key thing. Guaranteed by the First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. What if we couldn't assemble? What if we couldn't get together? 
at all? What if there was no infrastructure for the things we've been forced to get into as our conveyance? We're only good enough to go in the 15-minute city sort of thing. What they did January 6th was a shot across the bow. The EV mandates that these nine states have out there, somebody needs to strike these things down because if you live in one of these states, you need to be doing something about it. If you're one of those states that are tagged on to the whole California uh, climate agenda and you're doing whatever they do, you guys are idiots. And I think 14 states have done that. <sighs> EV mandates. I don't even know which one I would want. I don't even know. I've been watching the thing with, you know, I, I'd never heard, I didn't know what a Sidney Powell was in the beginning. And, uh, well, she's out there again, but I mean, how deep is this? How, you know, how much damage has she done to, to Trump? Let's look at that when we get back, because it, it, it makes me wonder. Make you wonder? I don't know. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You know, after that election got stolen, I knew it was stolen. After everything happened, I knew it was, I, I've, there was never going to be a chance after that got certified that Joe Biden was going to be pulled out of office. That's just never going to happen. The Republicans weren't going to let it happen, and the, and the, and the Democrats weren't going to let it happen. Enter Sidney Powell, who I'd never heard of. She, she was going to unleash the Kraken in four cases in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. None of that succeeded. So now what we're hearing is that she has flipped... Right now, understand this. She was doing a lot of talking about machines and it had to do more with the paper backups, the mail-in ballots. And in the 2020 election, many states dropped the receiving of ballots safe and easy. So it was never about the machines, right? Not, not for the most part. So when there was witnesses who could testify regarding the recent use of machines to shave votes, it was a little skeptical. And it is theoretically possible that this could be correct, but she didn't produce any evidence to show it. And what she did was she hurt Trump. So now she has pled guilty and everybody's like, oh, she's flipped. This, this is bad. She's flipped on Trump, but it seems uh, she hasn't really changed her mind. Her guilty plea is about a... Uh, effort to test an election machine in Coffee County. There was no criminal intent, so it's barely a crime. So the so-called Powell conspirators made pictures of ballots after getting permission from Misty Hampton, the Coffee County elections administrator. Nobody tried to destroy records or change votes or damage equipment. They just took pictures. Now, anybody associated with Trump, the guy that opens the door for Trump's limousine, they all got to be charged with something. They're not happy to see Powell get hit with some of this stuff. Um, they they claim they've been doing it for years. I mean, we saw this happen with Hillary Clinton. We most certainly saw that. 
She thought it was stolen. Stacey Abrams thought it was stolen. Everybody was saying that 2016 was stolen. But, you know, there's a serious crime in the fraudulent election claims of Donald J. Trump. Another thing they're doing is they're trying to make out like she's trying to distance herself from uh, Donald Trump. That's not what's happening. Donald Trump already distanced himself from her. Back in November 22nd, 2020, New York Times, Trump disavows, uh, Trump team disavows a lawyer who peddled conspiracy theories on voting. President Trump's campaign issued a striking repudiation of Sidney Powell, who had offered up widely derided conspiracy theories as she tried to aid the president's baseless challenge to vote counts. So his position is not refuted by Sidney Powell, who says through her lawyer that she did not represent Trump or the Trump campaign after the election. Why is she even a thing? So, one more thing to mention, mention on December 18th, 2020, Powell and a few of her people, they tried to pitch a controversial idea to Trump who rejected it. She wanted to be made a special counsel to investigate election fraud. Which seems sort of self-serving to me. Does it seem self-serving to you? Powell said that Trump seemed very interested in her idea, but after 10 or 15 minutes, the meeting ended. So, Sidney Powell has pled guilty to a few minor misdemeanors to save herself the hassle and the cost of fighting. It's a nothing burger that does not affect Trump in any way. I truly don't understand this at all. Some of these things that happen. Some of these things that are said, it's just... You just sit back and... who? What was a Sidney Powell? Sidney Powell, and you, you look at this, Sidney Powell and Colin Kaepernick have one thing in common. They're always trying to make news out of her or him long after it's all over with. It's been over with. When she showed up to plead, you know, every time we hear about Colin Kaepernick, he's got a big football thing coming up. Yeah, he's going to go and voice a video game. He hasn't played a down of football since 2016. They're still trying to make him a thing. Some of these things I just don't get simply because it's just ridiculous because things move on. Everything ends. So, when it does end, it's interesting to see what the mainstream media wants to try to prop up and make happen. And it's, you know, it reminds me of Mean Girls when... Uh, Lacey Chabert was trying to make uh, Fetch happen. Remember, Fetch is not going to happen. They try to make Powell. They try to make Kaepernick. They're, they're always out there. They always have their pits that they want to try to make because they're the villains. Or they're the, the, the victims. Powell and Kaepernick, they have been riding that wave for quite some time. But it's over with, guys. It is over with because you never really were news to begin with. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, and it will be my pleasure. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.